T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Give you a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Scotty's Vodka. It's made... In Maryland? Serious question for you. What you got? Could we have brought Scotties with us? Because they don't have it out here. Maybe they do. I haven't you seen it. You could have packed it. Can you, like, you, you put in your checked luggage? Yeah, checked luggage. You have to wrap it up, though. Can you bring liquor with you? Yeah. I thought you, that's why they have those duty-free shops. That's where you buy the liquor. That's going you. out of the country. What is duty-free? supposed to be the taxes. taxes? Yeah. So what, in that? You're supposed to be like going out the country and sometime when you're leaving and coming back, you can buy stuff like that. I don't think you can go to duty freeze when you're traveling from one state to the next. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure how any of that works. Landfill, do you know how any of that works? <laughs> All right, that was thorough. We go to ABC. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I go. Um, we, next time we're gonna we should mail ourselves a, a package of Scotties next year, dude. Just let Scotty know where we're going and give him the address ahead of time. I've been thinking about this. Next year's Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. <laughs> I might stay home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or like. I, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll go from, like, Monday to Wednesday. I, I, I Super Bowl weekend in Vegas next year. Yeah. I mean, imagine what that'll be like. Oh, it's going to be crazy. I mean, Super Bowl weekend anywhere gets crazy. Yeah. The Super Bowl in Minnesota, which is the least it crazy, crazy place, yep. it was crazy, right? Like, Atlanta, Miami, they're all nuts. The traffic's unbearable. Yeah. Out here... They're going to have that golf tournament ending at, like, 5 o'clock and the Super Bowl starting at – Oh, actually, yeah. Everything's earlier here. So, what – Landville, do you know Super Bowl kickoff is probably 6.30 usually? Something like that. So, that means it's going to start at 4.30 out here. Right? Yeah. And that means – I mean, literally, for those that have never been, when you go to a Super Bowl in now in, like, the modern era, whatever you want to call, like, our current times mm-hmm. – Legitimately, the security process to get into the stadium it's absolutely ridiculous. It, I mean, it, it's probably a legit forty-five minutes. Like from, from I think it's way more than from, that. And, and dude, you can't get dropped off anywhere close. You got to take a hundred different shuttle buses. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's now. I'm sure you know Jay Z has a different way to get in. Yeah, there are yeah. really rich people that are able to go different ways. But for regular, they still go through all that security, though. I mean. So you're going to have people going to the game. 
So the game, let's say it's a 4.30 kick local. You got to head over there. And that is that stadium is far, dude. Like, we joke about the commanders building a stadium in Dumfries. Mm-hmm. Glendale is the Dumfries of Arizona. <laughs> it's far. Now, I don't know that they have the nightmare that is 95 South in, in Northern Virginia. But, like, yeah, there's going to be traffic. Lots of it. So if you're going to the game, you're an Eagles fan and you bought tickets and you're going to the game and you're staying in Phoenix or Scottsdale, mm-hmm. <laughs> what time are you leaving? Noon? At least. Right? Yeah, that's the latest. And you can't park. Because it will be traffic on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, good luck with all that. And you got the golf tournament. It's a State Farm Arena, right? Uh, State Farm Stadium. Yeah, Stadium. something like that. It's State Farm. It's a cool stadium. You been there? It's 24 miles from here. Where are we at now? Brian, everything in Phoenix is a half hour away. No, no, everything. It's like Dallas is the same. Anywhere you want to go in Dallas, it's going to take you 30 minutes. Yeah. It's just, that's just how it is. So they got, if we were to go right now, it would take us 35 minutes to get there. I'll take the over. We would leave now. We'd get there at 1045, 36 minutes. Good luck on Super Bowl Sunday with that because <laughs> that's going to be an hour and a half. It's going to be a long time, brother. It is Super Bowl week, and part of Super Bowl week is you get a ton of athletes, celebrities, all sorts of stuff out at the Super Bowl, kind of doing their thing. Out and about. Uh, One of those people that was doing their thing was Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Um, I believe it was the Pat McAfee show, correct, that Heineke went on? Yep. Let's hear from Taylor here, and uh, and then we're all going to – Make some assessments. This is Taylor Heineke via the Pat McAfee Show. Yeah, I'm not going to say any teams. Obviously, I would love to go to the Packers. That's been a you know childhood dream of mine, play for the Packers. Um, but other than that, you know, I, obviously, I want to play. I want to start. And if that opportunity doesn't come up, you know, being a backup quarterback in the NFL is probably one of the best jobs in America. So, Amen. Um, you know, either way, you know, again, I'm just happy to be in the league. You know, you know my story. Three years ago, I was just chilling, taking classes. So Sleeping on a couch. Yeah. That's right. Your sisters, actually. That's right. That doesn't sound like a dude that's in a hurry to stay in town. No, he's not. I don't think he is. But I think I think some relationships come to a point where it's best for both people to go different directions. And I think in this situation, it'll be best for both people to go different. A better chance, and then I think have um, uh, uh, people that give him a little bit more respect. And then they don't have to constantly have every quarterback here worried about. I, I think if you're really trying to make a run at giving Sam Howell a real chance, mm-hmm. Heineke in the meeting room, on the practice field, in the locker room, elite dude. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a single bad word to say about Taylor no. Heineke, period. But town where everybody's obsessed with the backup quarterback all the time yeah and Heineke's achieved this like kind of cult hero status I'm not sure he helped for Howell yeah if, if you have everything that goes he's gonna every make mistakes. mistake that happens you're gonna start getting people calling and 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 it's serious <laughs> so sometimes those type of things you have to remove it 
And and let's be real now. They have not shown that they see him as the guy that's going to be the, the t- one to take him somewhere. So why would you – just like in the, like I've always been told in the league, when you have certain levels of talent, people put up with BS. So if Taylor was the, had the capabilities of being that franchise quarterback, then the other quarterbacks just got to deal with it. But the fact that the, 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 right now this staff has shown that they don't believe he's that guy. So why would they Repeatedly. have to put with, why would they constantly have to put put up with all of the extra stuff that comes with it? Yeah. I I mean So this is a this is a this is a point where both people need a new new start. Yeah. Like people have relationships in the world, mm-hmm. right? Guys and girls all sorts of different relationships. You can have a good relationship and it ends, and both people move forward, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that—that's—that's that's life, dude. And, and I think I—I I, you want to know my spot for Heineke? Now it's kind of hard because they don't have a head coach. Mm-hmm. Cardinals out here. Yeah, Kyler's hurt. Kyler blew out his knee in December. Mm-hmm. He'll be out for a while. I mean, maybe he's back, but who knows? Nobody, I mean, literally, probably nobody on earth is as athletic as Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. But, like, from a for a backup, Taylor gives you a little bit of that. Like, you don't have to change your offense there you go. from Kyler to Taylor. Yeah. And they committed... I'm going to use rough figures here. I don't remember the exact amount. A billion dollars they've committed to Kyler Murray. So they probably don't want to pay a heck of a lot for the next guy. There you go. You tell me Taylor doesn't sign. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's two. Let's say it's a three-year deal. Six and a half per. So that's what? Just about 20 mil, 19 and a half, and you guarantee 14. Everybody is signing. Oh, yeah. Everybody's happy. Definitely. And and I am legit happy. I mean, Heineke's story of being a dude living on his sister's couch to a guy that's about to sign a multi-million dollar contract in the NFL is pretty damn cool. I mean, it's, it's a hell of a story. Uh, and, and I think at this point, like, listen, man, let, let's be real about it. People look at sports and they act like, oh, you have to be dedicated to one team. No, you're dedicated to whatever team name is on the checks that you get on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? If you grow up somewhere, I understand. But when you're when you are an employee of this league or you're out there trying to get a job, like I tell all kind of people. I don't see people working just for one electric company if the other, if the other electric company is trying to, trying to hire you for more money. Right. So Taylor Heineke needs to be willing to roll wherever somebody will give, be willing to give him a chance. Totally. Totally. I, um, I, I don't begrudge Taylor anything. I, I get that he grew up a Packers fan, and I imagine it means more to him because he lost his father and his father was a yeah. Packers fan and everything. It's kind of weird to bring up the Packers. 
but like it, that's you have that dream that you want to play for a team you right. for. But he'll damn well go play for Minnesota if they call him. Right. He'll he'll play for Detroit if they call him. Chicago if they call him. You know, dude, that's not a bad one. A lot of times, Bears. Yeah, you have to be fields. Yeah, you have to be careful sometimes where you. Well, I would want to play for this team. There are some people that work in front offices that think like fans. Oh, he he want to play for that team, so I don't think we'll play him here. You know, so right. I, I'm willing to play for anybody that's willing to call me in and they give me a fair opportunity. You think you think he's a starter anywhere else? I don't know if there's a t- one. That, I don't think a team is going to be saying, hey, you come in and battle for a, a, a starting job. But I believe that just like it happened him, here for him, he could end up in the same situations where somebody gets hurt and he totally. plays most of the year. But, but I he may see... get a different level of respect coming with it. I could see a scenario where he's a week one starter. Mm-hmm. Um, who do we think is going to draft a rookie, right? Uh, Houston, Indy. Those are the two. They both have top five picks and needy at quarterback. Like, if he landed in Indy yeah. and they draft C.J. Stroud, I could see Heineke being more ready right away. And then Stroud starts around Halloween, week nine. Mm-hmm. Like, that scenario I can see for sure. You, you Taylor's put himself in a position now where he is. But will he know those offenses as well as he knows Scott's offense? And if a guy, if they draft C.J. Stroud, he's starting week one. You think? Oh, yeah. You you go Stroud or what's the other kid in uh, Alabama? Bryce Young. Those type of kids, they are going when they the same day that they get drafted, they're the starters. They don't let them wait anymore. I I mean you're probably right. Um, I think over under twenty twenty three NFL starts. Starts. Not games played. Starts. Taylor Heineke. Three and a half. Three and a half starts? Three and a half starts this season. Or next season. Let's just say, I, I would probably go. I think that's a pretty good number. I think <laughs> at that point, it, you've seen him do it the last two years. Waves has been over. And we notice that quarterbacks get banged up a lot. I can see it happening. I go over. Landfill over under three and a half starts for Taylor next year. Uh, I'm gonna go under. Where do you think he'll land? Uh, Vegas. Vegas with Scott. That's a good time. I mean, they need a quarterback. They're, they're, you rolling with Jared Stidham? Jared Stidham? I don't if, know. If Scott's bringing his offense here, here's the thing, though. Josh McDaniels is an offensive guy. I'm saying. Scott, like, Scott's going to go out there and help, but that's going to be Josh's offense. But he's going to try to change it. Put some of his terminology it. in it. Tweak it a little bit, um, which needs to happen. We've seen that, that he needs some tweaks. Percent chance Taylor Heineke is back in Washington. I think that's very low. 15-ish? Maybe less than that. Really? 
What's your number? Ten. I don't think it's (laughs) better chance Taylor's back or Duran is back. Duran. Because they can tag him. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's Duran by a mile. (laughs) Um, Taylor, in that clip we played earlier from Pat McAfee, sounds like a dude that, listen, he's going to go where the check is biggest, and he should, but sounds like a dude that's ready for a challenge. Kind of sounds like a dude that's ready for less BS. 100%. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Definitely. Hey, do not go anywhere. I'm going to get I'm a little traffic report for everybody. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Be Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. We're about to give away some Brian Adams tickets. So be ready for the phone lines if you want to go to the Brian Adams concert this summer in Baltimore. Um, Taylor Heineke making the rounds at Radio Row. Um, I think, I I said this before, and you kind of seem to agree with me. I think Heineke has achieved cult hero status in Washington. Yeah, he has. But there are weirdly some people that kind of hate him too, just because it's the internet and everybody hates everything. Yeah. I really like him as a person for sure, and I like him. He's a he's a helpful player. I, I think as a backup quarterback, I think he's near the tops in the league. As a starting quarterback, there's some limitations. But Heineke made the rounds this week on Radio Row, and I, I think. It's worth hearing what he has to say. Um, I, I, I want to. I think one of the reasons you like him, and one of the reasons I like him, is that I think his interest in helping Sam Howell is genuine. Here's Taylor Heineke talking about possibly the Commanders' new quarterback, QB one or one QB. Heineke on Sam Howell. They initially made me start it that week. Um, and kind of sitting back and look at it and how everything kind of unfolded the last previous two weeks. Um, and the, the game really didn't mean anything for us. Um, and, you know, 
we've seen Sam do what he can do during practice and through, through training camp. He's he a dog ball. in there, huh? The dude, the dude's a dog. The dude can ball. Um, oh, so, so I was like, hey, this guy's wow. a chance to see, see what he's got. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I'll draft him for a reason. Um, so he nice went there and balled out. So, you know, it, I'm very excited for him. He's got a bright future ahead of him. He keeps working hard. So, you know, hopefully he can keep doing it. He's a player, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the guys in the locker room believe in him. I believe that. I think he's telling the truth there. I don't think he's blowing smoke. I think – I do think the locker room believes in Howell. Yeah. How much does that matter? I still can't understand why they moved to the other guy, to uh, Carson. That time. The one guy that the locker room <laughs> Did didn't believe in yeah. was Carson. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I, why hearing him say that, hearing other people say it about how, watching how people reacted to him in the game, I don't understand how a coach came to that decision at that moment. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, we've seen a lot of bad decisions with the commanders, the Redskins, the Burgundy and Gold, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of bad decisions. Where does the going to Wentz for Week 17 decision rank? It's a bad one. <laughs> like, 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 we've seen a lot of bad decisions and that stuff. Like, it didn't matter. But when, when it comes down to football, I don't know if it's been one worse than that. Because you, you're – Chasing Kirk Cousins out of town. You, you are in hindsight, was pretty bad. that was working. I'm talking about – let's go with the new stuff now. You, you're working. You're winning. I understand that you think the other guy has a bigger arm, but you, you had to have known that guys don't respond to him the same way. And when they went out there and they made that move, you ended up having to go good. And then when it started going bad, you, you dug deeper and refused to make a change. I don't understand that move whatsoever. <laughs> I don't understand it, man. Here, I... I can wrap my head around making the change. I cannot wrap my head around not pulling him. I mean, yeah, but but still. You get three one, picks. But once you make the change, you also, you know, you don't just turn a blind eye. You have to basically sit there and begin to watch and get the feel. I'm sure the body language wasn't good on the sideline because we saw it. Dude. It wasn't good in the <laughs> locker room that so, week. So it's just like, look, man, we keep hearing a lot of stuff. And then when we see things transpire, we go, they're making themselves believe this stuff. No player basically say, go start Carson Wentz. Okay? But now you're at a point. Nobody now, went to Ron and said, hey, coach, we got to go back to Carson. Nobody. You saw how Taylor was, and you basically hear that, Sam is closer to Taylor. Bigger arm. Why didn't you keep that consistency going? Instead of going with the complete opposite guy who just smiles his way through everything. That's all he did when he says he got to Washington. Smile his way through it. How about this? I, I want to hear this. This is Taylor Heineke talking about the communication late in the season when he got benched and then was the starter and then wasn't. And there was a lot of snip-snap action for Taylor Heineke. Let, let, let's hear him talk about 
communication with the commanders? It was tough. Um, again, like you said, I understand the business of the NFL. Just paid a guy $30 million. Let's give him another chance. Um, I think we lost two or three in a row there. Lost two, had a tie, um, and we were kind of on the cuff there. We got to make the playoffs. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say I felt disrespected. Uh, it was just kind of the communication of how it all went down. Um, I wasn't very happy about. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say I'm feel I felt disrespected, but he was disrespected. Yeah, you know, one thing when people come up and say I, I don't mean to interrupt you, <laughs> but I'm going to interrupt you anyway. That's what they do. He felt disrespected, and and I I I understand you're making the rounds. Everything will get played up. You got to make sure you don't say the wrong things. But if you are sitting there with him in the room and it's just going to stick with you and him, he'll be telling you how highly disrespected he felt. I understand the guy I paid, you paid him, but you see that this team responds to me better. We've been playing well. We stumbled a little bit, but we can get back out of this thing. You want to force feed him down the throat because you know what? You went and traded for that guy. And gave and paid him twenty eight million bucks. Was my fault, right? Based on what you're looking at, hell, you could have just went with me, and 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 we probably would have been better overall. Speaking of the guy that made that trade, Ron Rivera did. Ron Rivera won the USAA Salute to Service Award last night. Mm-hmm. Deserving, yeah, Ron. Ron does a lot of good for military families. Period. End of sentence. As part of that, he's been out here this week, kind of making the rounds, doing Radio Row, Mm -hmm. speaking with folks. Mike Phillips got him caught in a spider web about Chase Young that didn't go well for anybody. (laughs) Um, But Ron talked about the two-to-one run-to-pass ratio. Again? Well, remember, he just said that, like, three weeks ago? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) He was asked about it. Uh, Landini, if you can, let's go to number 11. Ron Rivera talking about the run-pass ratio for the future of your Washington Commanders. A lot of people say, oh, they want to run the ball two to one to throw. No. What we want to do is we want to get into the fourth quarter where you've got a 10-point lead or a 9-point lead, and there's... 10 minutes left to go, and then you get the ball and you grind it down. You wear that clock out, and then you sit there and go, wow, we have a two-to-one ratio. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to go two-to-one because you have to. Now, every now and then you may play a team where you say, if you run it two-to-one, you run it 39 times or 40, whatever it was, you keep their best weapon off the field, then we'll do those things. But that's all part of game planning and understanding But the question is, I wish you, the people could see my face right now. If if you're up by ten, I understand it, of course. But that's you, game flow. You have to be able to run the ball even before you get up ten. But I don't know if if you're up by ten and you try to run and they stop you, and then their team goes and score. Now you're up by three, and what if they stop you at that point? I mean. It sounds great, but you're not going to run the ball effectively every game. So other things have to come to mind. I just think 
get uh, get an offensive coordinator first. Because dude, that might make people say he gonna he gonna tell me how to run the offense. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't want to go. I mean, dude, and the the two to one run the pass thing. You said it. That's not some like media creation. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one that said it, and now you're like, well, I didn't mean that. You just said it, <laughs> and nobody thinks you're going to run two to one. It's just not how it's going to work. No, at best, it's one to one. Like yeah. we, we're all. We cock- don't expect to see forty rushes and twenty passes. I. I you said it. <laughs> we're not making this up. I. I just that one. I found kind of interesting. I just think when you when when. I, I've said it to you a lot. I say sometimes I think he overtalks. He just want to say something so bad where don't say something all the time. And then you have, then you don't have to come back and say what people say. Right. No, if you stop saying so much, then then you will remember what you say. Right. Point blank. Let's uh one more from Ron. Um, little update on the offensive coordinator search. On the OC search. Um, it's been progressing very well. I've, I've, I've interviewed a number of, of candidates uh, in person, um, and and you know they've they've been very good. Uh, I've got some great notes on these guys. Just their thoughts, their ideas. You know, um, what I've tried to do is I've tried to hear their perspective on things. What I'm looking for is. Somebody can tell me what I think is going to match with the ability to get the ball to our playmakers the way that we need to have it done. Um, you know, and that's create explosives. Um, you know, with with, with with quick passing game, off of play action, and then taking the occasional vertical shot, running the football to help create opportunities. Running the football to create opportunities, play action shots, and occasionally go vertical. Okay, fine. If you're the OC and the head coach, who's also the GM, is saying all this, how autonomous is that job going to feel? I don't think it feels good. I think they're going to feel handcuffed. Right? You know, it's, and, and, and I, I, defensive-minded coaches and offensive-minded coaches, they don't think on the same wavelengths half the time. And the conservative mindset is no longer what the NFL is about as an offense. Now, you want to be effective running the football. But what if it's a game where we can't run the football? Or what if we're playing against a team that just, they're horrible against the pass? We're going to force feed the run? Or are you going to take advantage of their weakness? I think anybody with any clout, has to feel comfortable in what they're doing. And confident that I can make my decisions. Right. And not like I have to look over my shoulder to see if they're going to agree with everything I'm doing. You and I are very different, but we're kind of similar in some capacities. (laughs) You and I aren't the type that like to be micromanaged. No, not at all. Let me be. Let me roll. Yeah. And if I do it wrong, then... Tell me about it. Tell me how to correct it. Now, if you right. don't say nothing to me, I'm assuming I'm doing everything right. And some things are, you can tell how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's going well, so let me chill. 
Whoever's taking this job sounds like they're going to be micromanaged. Very much. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. If you're going for the but see, if you're going for the best looking house on the street, you got to have your best offer. And if you're trying to get Eric Bieniemy, which it sure as hell sounds like you're trying to do, mm-hmm. is this the best offer? Maybe not. You better call John Leahy. <laughs> you better get this figured out. I'm better today than I did yesterday. Landfill, can we get a ruling? I do think that there's marginal improvement today, but but it is marginal. I appreciate it's that. It's marginal, and I, I just think that. From my point of view, you look a little worse today. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but you, but you, you know, you, you, you come out and you steal. You know, you, you injured or not, you're going through it. This is my flu game. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, dude, you had a really cool moment yesterday that you haven't talked about, and I'm gonna oh, make yeah. you talk about it because you're humble and you don't do these things. But golf tournament yesterday. Yeah. We had great, great tickets, right? We were on a suite on the 16th hole, which is this, if you're into golf, it's a very, very famous scene. It was awesome. B-Mitch also had super tickets where he was down in the super area. Tell us what happened. Well, I was just looking at this guy, and I started recognizing him, and I decided to, and, you know, I don't normally ask people to take pictures, but when you meet someone who has 23 damn gold medals, total of 28, I said, Mike, Take a picture with Michael Phelps. Got a chance to sit there and meet him and talk to him. And I posted it. I say, these two guys have 23,330 yards, 23 gold medals, a Super Bowl ring, and a lot of hard work. And it goes in between these two guys. So I posted that. I thought it would be cool just to, you know, you meet people every once in a while. You want to go out and then post. I saw people last night. Rocky Patel, a guy who has frames for cigars. I played golf with him one time. Saw him at an event last night. So, it was just cool. And then uh, just listening to Mike talk about things. Like what his, was he like? His love for golf right now is worse than ours. Really? Believe me. How much is he playing? Uh, off, uh, a lot. He had, he had just played in the Pro-Am, I think he said, that, that Wednesday. And then he played earlier with a couple of guys that were uh, at the uh, event with us. So, uh, but, but just cool. And he was talking about how he had gained weight at one point. Gained, like, went from one – but 95 to 225, 235, whatever it was. And he he's said, pretty tall, though, he right? He said he made his – he's not as tall as you would think. But he made his mind up to, to never get out of shape again because he said he trying to lose all that weight through. when he came back. Well, do you remember – he was, like, famous for his, like, eating regimen. 12,000 calories a day. I mean, gosh, that's <laughs> a lot, dude. 12,000. Um, he said, but – What's was, the average person eating a day? 2,500 or something? Yeah. He said he was swimming so much, man. And you know, swimming works your whole body. So, but I'm just thinking like 12,000, bro. That's a lot. That's a lot, dude. I will get tired of eating. For you to ask somebody for a picture, I don't, we've been doing this a, a long time. I don't think I've ever seen you do that. Now, now, you're happy to take pictures. And sometimes I'll make you like, all right, let's all take a picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for you to go up to somebody and ask for a picture, Pretty damn rare. Yeah. I, I think that says a lot about who well, now Mike, I look at this picture. Mikey is real tall. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you were I think you'd had a few. Um kind of goofy looking dude, isn't he? I don't I, I don't mean that rude, but he just he always has like a big old grin on his face. Oh yeah. He, he likes having fun. 
Yeah. So do we. <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I got. I ran into uh, Terps head football coach Mike Loxley at the golf tournament, and <laughs> I'll tell you something off air. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but I, I think uh, that golf tournament. Imagine the celebrity scene on like Saturday. It's gonna be crazy. Because so everybody understands the Super Bowl kind of consists of like two different worlds. There, there are the people that come out for the week and work it. And we used to be that. Now we kind of just chill at the mansion AD rents. But whatever. We're still here. Mm-hmm. Um, Radio Row is a grind, man. It is a it is. grind. And when it's on the West Coast, it tends to kind of lack some juice because the, the, the big shows are early morning on the East Coast. Yeah. New York, Boston, Philly, D.C., whatever. And... I think, I think fewer and fewer radio stations are going, and more and more like podcasts are going now, mm-hmm. which doesn't have the same demand for timeliness. True, but podcasts you just record when you get there. You record it and, and it. more and more. I think the big networks, ESPN, Fox, I don't know about NFL Network, they build their own sets at other locations. Mm-hmm. So half the time you got to go to them at some other location. But at the convention center, they were. It, I went down there on Wednesday. It was a. They they have everything set up in there. I bet. It, and it, it was, you can start to feel the the, the vibe picking up, and like I was talking but with today, uh, Ike Reese. I, I talked to Ike's wife last night, and she was like, "I said, well, what Ike said? He said, oh, he he went back. I'm like, he went back to but Philly. Went back to Philly. So I'm like, oh, she said, yeah, a lot of biz, a lot of stuff going on. Well, I would guess." Ike's you know, getting paid to go somewhere. He's in high demand in yeah. Super Bowl parties or something of that nature once he got back. But What's the big casino in Philly that's, like, right by the airport? I'm in another casino by Philly. There's a there's a big casino in Philly. I haven't been into it. I'm, I'm going to play a hunch. <laughs> Ike Reese is going to a Super Bowl party on and Sunday. <laughs> and probably clearing five figures. <laughs> probably so. That's my guess. And good for him. Let them know that we're available, too. Because <laughs> we'll be back on the East Coast. <laughs> uh, folks, we've made it. The moment everyone waits for all week. The moment you get to ask an NFL legend anything you want. It's time to ask B. Mitch anything. Phone lines open. 800 636 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.